I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Andy, Drip, and Jay-Z. All we know and all we talk about is booty, it's time to get this party started tonight. You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. The World Naked Bike Ride Toronto, I just looked it up now, June 10th. And it was right while we were standing there. I think I read about this. I just don't understand riding a bike naked. No. Anything else naked is fine. I don't, I don't, not my personal choice but do what you want naked doesn't bother me but riding a bike i mean it just can't be comfortable it didn't look comfortable (laughs) i bet jimmy has there's no doubt that jimmy has ridden a bike naked before jimmy how many bikes have you ridden naked before oh your microphone's not on so i think he said seven seven (laughs) seven seven naked bike riding experiences come on jimmy you can do it. <laughs> My buddy Jay put up something that had a really fun little take on the Champions League. Okay, well, let's start with this, shall we? Let's start the show off because, I mean, listen, it was a Champions League final weekend. All right, we'll get into Jimmy's naked bike riding exploits uh, later in the show. So, Jay, this is what Jay says. Uh, this will be my only statement on the Champions League final today. The best team in Europe this season won. Congrats. I love the beautiful game, but what an awful final. Painfully, painful, actually. What a vulgar display of talent. Much like us. Football <laughs> didn't win over any new fans today. Bring on the Euro qualifiers and Women's World Cup. Wash away this mediocrity. I like that, actually, because it was a shite final. Now, listen, there was tension at the end. There was drama. There was goal line clearances. A Lukaku miss from nowhere. Big save. So, so you kind of remember those moments. But as a a full body of work, it wasn't great, but that's kind of typical of big finals these days. Um, it comes down to, I think, exhausted players. They're knackered. They're done. 
they've got nothing left. I, Man City looked exhausted in the FA Cup final towards the end. They looked even more tired in, in this match, Craig. Is that fair to, fair to say is one of the reasons? Yeah, and often finals don't live up to expectations and can be a lot tighter than, uh, than expected. I mean, we were hoping for a few more goals, but all in all, uh, I think you're, that assessment was pretty close, right? Um, poor final, best team in Europe won. They've won the treble. And overall, if you look at the way they played the season, brilliant, like absolutely brilliant. They played some wonderful football, but the final didn't live up to it. But I don't think they care too much. <laughs> no, exactly. And right now they're in Ibiza, apparently. A bunch of them went to Ibiza for 12 hours to party wow. before the parade. They're enjoying themselves right now. Good for I, them. I think, I think it's fair to say, though, that Inter Milan also played a good game. Inter Milan were there to disrupt and, and upset the flow of City. And they did just that. In, in the end, they didn't quite have to finish. And Romelu Lukaku will never forget about that miss late mm -hmm. in the game where he had he did everything he should do, right? He got the ball, he headed down, but he just hit the gangliness of uh, Edison. We're all staring at Jimmy to see if it's yeah, going to work. On, Jimmy. Is, is, it, is his yet? microphone working? Well, so, you guys, this leads me to that uh, a question then. Hello. Hey. Oh, there it is. <laughs> this leads me to a question. Most memorable Champions League final? Because I've only been watching them for a few years now because I just wasn't in the, the culture of footy. Now that well, I Charm. Charm, should you tell them about Liverpool? How about that one? 2005, Istanbul, same stadium. Okay. Yeah. Down 3-0 at halftime. Steven Gerrard says, fuck that. To whom? To whom? To AC Milan, the great oh, okay. AC Milan. Stevie G says, fuck that, boys. We ain't going down this way. No, 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 no. Didi Herman. I think Vladimir Smetsa was on that one. Oh, what a performance. Three mm. goals in seven minutes, Swunger. Man, you know, Man, you and Bayern, that was a big one. Remember 99, the treble, the previous yeah. treble. Yeah. That was the Sheringham and Solskjaer final. That was crazy. That was insane. One of the craziest finishes you'll ever see to a Champions League final. I'm writing these down. So what was the other one? It was Man U Bayern. Yeah, 1999. Yeah. 1999. That was the last time prior to this that an English club, well, the only other time, an English club, club got the treble. And yours was 2005 Liverpool. Mm -hmm. uh, Inter Milan. Oh, AC Milan. Milan. AC Milan. Yeah. yeah. And then two years later, they met again in the final. And Milan had learnt their lessons and and they they triumphed over liverpool wow. and a very different experience so but these them. these matches i guess really stand out it's like usain bolt winning the world you know setting a world record at the olympics kind of thing it's like the f 1996 with donovan bailey winning like everyone remembers these things right yeah these are like transcendent transcendent mm -hmm. matches okay like the world cup final this last time round yeah yeah, yeah. Doesn't get better than that. Yeah. No. And then you get the ones like yesterday or Saturday, and you get the ones like, uh, wasn't it Juve, AC Milan in 2004 or something? Yes, it was in nil, England. Nil. It was... Where? It was in England. Was it? The was final it? And it was the most boring football match I've ever watched in my life. Horrendous. Horrendous. Yeah. But finals are that way, Jimmy, right? I mean, and it is tension. I guess it's yeah. part of it. And one team is a big underdog, so they play a certain style. Not that Inter Milan were negative at all, I didn't think. They're on the front foot, right? They went at, at City at times, but I just yeah. I just think both teams kind of run out of gas a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what it is too? I think it's it's the last game of the year, right? 
the players, both sides have played so much football. It's one last game. Teams are fatigued. And for the players as well, you don't want to be the player that makes a mistake. So a lot of the times it's so fragile because everybody's like, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy that gives the ball away. And we've got to make sure that we're organized. We can't switch off even though we're tired. And nobody wants to make mistakes. And that's why a lot of the times too in finals, you see they can be a little bit boring because it, they're, they're reluctant to open up like they do in, during the season, whether it's the Premier League, FA Cup, or Champions League. To get to the final, teams open up. But it just seems in the end, everybody just kind of bunkers in. And it's a different style of football at times. And that's why sometimes it does get a little bit boring. And, and that's why you, I think, you know, Stacks, and you probably you might agree with me. That's why I think a lot of times in finals, you want a team to score early because then all of a sudden it opens up now. Now teams got to get mm-hmm. at each other and it, the, the game changes. And the longer it stays nil nil, sometimes it does get a little bit boring, doesn't it? Yeah, it can. And it is the intensity, you know, they were, let's face it, they were chasing down Arsenal for a long time on an unbelievable streak of games. Quality was incredible. Then it was only what last week, the FA Cup final. So everybody's like, oh, the, you know, the treble, the treble. Well, there were still two massive trophies and games away, and that was the FA Cup. And then obviously the Champions League. So emotionally, a very physically draining uh, experience for them as well as physically. They look yeah. tight though as well at first city. I'm sure you guys thought that while you were you know floating on Lake Ontario drinking heavily and not watching the, the Champions League final. I'm sure you thought that. How how nervous. We had nude, <laughs> nude bike ra- riding though. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not us, but there was nude bike riding, yeah. The nude bike riding. I've never seen so many cocks in one place in my life. No, well, lots of cocks. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and I tell you one thing, boys. Gave me an awful lot of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy couldn't do that because he'd get caught in the crank, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're discussing I, I this. I was just seeing how proud I was standing there, Charms. Yeah. <laughs> Hands on the hips, chest out. All right, lad. You want to see a cack? Here's a cack. <laughs> now, Jimmy, we were talking about this before. You, you must have at some point ridden a bike n- naked, though. Yeah, a stationary bike in the house. Not out in public. No, I haven't. That's why you're divorced right now. That one <laughs> one thing you've done was the naked bike riding part. Naked bike riding, not telling his ex that every morning, every morning, <laughs> just waving out the window to the neighbors. Morning. <laughs> yeah, it, it cannot be comfortable at all. I just don't get it. I don't get no, it. No, but Charms, honestly, the biggest thing for me is yeah, there were a lot of cocks. Yeah, there were some boobs here and there. It was the one dude who rented that bike, the Bixie bike that he rented. That's rode naked on it and then parked it somewhere else. So someone out there today yeah. might be riding a rented bike from yes. Toronto. And yes. just think, if it's you, just think what could have been on that seat. <laughs> Thankfully, it's raining today. That's true. Right? It's pissing down in Toronto today. I, I would but, have loved to know like how he how he done it. Like, do you just walk up to the little Station there, rent where's he bike. hiding his credit card? Yeah, yeah, and then oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> well, just Jimmy, Jimmy had a good question. On the side of the, got undressed on the side of the street and just was like, Well, this Jimmy had a good question. He said, like, Where are all the clothes? Where do they leave their clothes? Where there wasn't a phone or a, like, well, there was nothing, like, they were just yeah. on the bikes. How many were there? Oh, oh dozens, dozens, about a hundred, let's say 150, yeah, probably. easily. Oh. The funny thing also was 
there were two people who had lost the the main group, so they just looked like cr creepy weirdos. <laughs> when it was when it was all together, you went, "Oh, fun! It's a whole group of naked people." They so they were in the peloton. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they weren't in the peloton, and they, we were like, "Go that way. You'll meet up with them." And it was just like these two old people, naked old people with helmets. And you're like, what the hell's going on? And Bonger's giving them directions of where to go and where the group is. Craig and I high-fived them. And then Jimmy was all grossed out that we high-fived these people. Well, <laughs> the guy was coming to high-five me. So I was like, oh, okay. And then at last second, I turned my hand around and did the outside of the head. Because I, was, mm. I wasn't, I wasn't sorry, worried so much about his cock. I was worried about all the cocks he has touched. Mm. <laughs> And you and listen, you guys are giving the high fives, and I'm thinking, you know, there's going to be some points in that ride where that guy has got to adjust his balls on that seat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's got to fix himself, mm -hmm. you know, because even if he stands up a little bit going up a hill. Mm. when he sits back down he's got to adjust and oh, he's yeah. definitely grabbing and when he gave you that high five i was like oh good lord what are you it'll be like a double sit right you, you sit down realize no that's wrong give yourself a little shuffle mm. and rearrange things i would imagine that's what you do i'm kind of envisioning you know in the tour de france you see the peloton and you see like one guy at the front lose it and, and, and crash and then everyone crashes there's big pile-ups yeah. could you imagine that happening in this naked bike ride yes everything tangled yeah, big, big, big orgy. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they didn't really look like they weren't. Well, let's put it this way. If I had a body like that, and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be riding a bike while right naked with that body. No fucking way. What is it about like nudists? They're generally not in great shape. No, they're not fit. No. Good for them, no. I suppose. Yeah pride in their bodies mm -hmm. it's all subjective right yeah anyway back to the champions league final sure um now what, what what now for city i mean city's won the treble you look at some of these young players you know the Grealishes, the fodens these are young players right in the early 20s mid 20s um they won it from a club standpoint they won it all right what, what now for man city i mean do you just does it drive you forward you want to do it again you want to do it better you want the quadruple? Yeah. Well, you, you have to do, you know, that's interesting, Sean, because yeah, that's an interesting thought because when you think about what Pep says often about his teams and, and how you have to refresh teams, you, you know, winning changes players, losing changes players, and how he does do that really, really well. Was he got three Premier League or five in the last six Premier League titles? So he's really done that well. And he manages these exceptional players, big egos, as good as anybody I've ever seen. He really is an exceptional manager. Okay, he gets massive resources, but that's a lot. Makes it look a lot easier than it really is in reality. Maybe this is why you have to make changes at this point to the team, even though you have guys like uh, Ilkay Gundian or Bernardo Silva both being linked with moves out. You think, why would they want these mm -hmm. guys to leave? They're, they're brilliant. They've been key to this team's success this year. Mm -hmm. But maybe you have to move in some fresh faces that haven't done this yet to, to drive that team forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Holland said he's got a taste, but he wants another one now, you know, and that does drive some players on. And I'm sure there are some players that are content and just been like, Oh yeah, I've won it. That's it. And they might not have the desire again, where some players do have that desire where they want to win as much as they can. 
So you're right, though, Craig. I think with with Pep, I think he's got an understanding of players. He knows which players are hungry, and he knows which players need to move on. I think Halland is the type of player he's got that drive. Like maybe I compare him to Djurkovic, you know, the, the tennis player, where he wants to be number one. He wants that. That's what's key to him. You know, that's what drives him on to beat the greats and be number one. And what did he win his twenty third major on the weekend? So. Uh, I think Holland's in that bracket. He's young and he's hungry and he's, you know, he wants to win three, four, five Champions Leagues and all this sort of thing. So no problem with that guy. Not right well, now. I think Pep, Pep made a great quote after the match. He, essentially, he was saying, listen, you know, we, we want to come back next year, obviously. Next year, it will be maybe even harder, but it'll be more comfortable mm. because they've got this off their back, right? He has this off his back. The pressure is now kind of gone. Right, he's proven he can do it. They won the treble. You can't really beat that. I mean, I, I can't see any team getting a quadruple. But you know, next time that they find themselves in the semifinals of the final, there's going to be less pressure because I mean, the pressure must have been enormous on Man City yesterday, far more than Inter Milan. Yeah, yeah, a little bit like Messi going into the World Cup. You know, this is his last chance. Yeah, you know, the pressure on him to 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 do it because he hadn't done it before. And yeah, that that's a pressure that uh, certainly will be a little bit. Uh, off the shoulders of Pep for sure. Sure, probably a bit like. Um, sorry, what, Wilma, go ahead. What would be the What would be the quad? What would uh, be you win quad? the League Cup as well. Oh, okay. so so Celtic did that. Celtic did that, and the Lisbon Lions, they won the quadruple in in the sixties in Scotland when Scottish football was legitimate. Okay, yeah. and then and every, every every player on Celtic was lived. What was it? Ten ten miles from the stadium. Was that what it was? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, catch basin. Yep. That's wow. great. That's well, amazing. the other question I had too, fellas, and it's for all three of you, is there's only eight teams in the Prem that compete on a resource level like City, correct? How many? And that's eight? Is it six? Like two. Oh, so Chelsea couldn't compete? Not really. I mean, they can compete, but it's, it's Newcastle and it's City, really, isn't it? If you think about it. Well, the only reason I'm asking that is, let's say they're, okay, if there's only two, but how important, I guess, how important does it show what Pep brings to the table, right? Well, like, you, know, you, say two, you say two, you say two, but there's, I mean, let's face it, Chelsea spent yeah. half a billion, like in the financial sense, there's more than that. Newcastle's in there, of course, now. Man City, well, three, then. Liverpool, Manchester United have clout. Manchester United. What are we talking about? We're talking about clout in the Super League here. We're talking like if you're Brighton mm. and Hove Albion are going to outmuscle just about every team in Europe. Like Premier League is fucking rich. It's yeah, but Liverpool Super can't League. compete with City though for players. No, no, they can't. But they can compete with just about everybody else in Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? But as far as that that upper upper level level, right? Mm-hmm. You got City and you got Newcastle now. With now financial fair play is different, right? And yeah, okay, mm-hmm. let's put Chelsea in there. They've shown that they, they can the last mm-hmm. year or so under Todd Bowley. But that's it. I mean, from a financial okay. standpoint, right? Liverpool couldn't get Jude Bellingham this year. They couldn't afford him. That's why they had to go for McAllister in the end, right? United so they, could potentially, if, you, if, they, if they get bought by Sheik Jasser of Qatar or uh, Jim Ratcliffe, whoever it's going to be, eventually they'll, they'll be able to compete. Yes. But say three, three clubs then, four clubs max. And that's why I was wondering, does it take the shine away from Pep a little bit? Because he does, or is he so, would he be able to do this like with five other, five other 
clubs kind of thing. Well, he's not taking West Ham. He's not taking West Ham to the title. He's not taking Wolverhampton to the title. You know, it's just not happening. Mm. No, but he he mentioned it before, and he, he he'll he's honest with it, and he's like one of the reasons why I do have success. Barcelona I had I had Messi, I had Xavi, I had all these players. At Bayern Munich, he had some of the best players in the world. Man City, he's got the best players in the world. So he's not mm-hmm. shy. He's like, hey, look, I ha- I got players that can win these championships. Mm-hmm. He's earned it though, right? He's earned yeah. that right. I mean, why why would he go to a crap team now, really? No, he would never. He, I mean, it's not his fault. Someone, I had a great quote mm-hmm. on the podcast last week. He goes, with, with this debate, they said, you wouldn't send a, a regular electrician to the moon on a rocket, would you? Right? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's an elite manager managing an elite team. That's what he does. Yeah. It's not his fault. Now, mm-hmm. we can definitely talk about, is, is it tarnished somewhat with all these charges levied against Man City? And I think there is a little bit of a, hmm, well, let's find out what happens there. Because if it turns out they've been cheating, and I don't blame the players, I don't blame the fans, I don't blame Pep. But if it turns out they have been financially cheating, then that's significant, right? But at this point, they haven't been found guilty. So I think they should be allowed to enjoy this. That's my take. My take And your take too. For now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's that's another situation. But from a football standpoint, what we see, what he's got, what he's done, brilliant. All the other sidebar stuff, that's fucking just noise. Yeah. I think why he's he's such a legend as well and why he's such a big commodity is because he can handle those best players in the world. And a lot of managers wouldn't be able to handle them. And it just seems it doesn't matter how big the player is. They all have respect for Mm – for Pep, because they I don't trust think he's going to go doing. into the acting business. Uh, he had a short little cameo there on Ted Lasso that I've seen, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's not bad, but his his acting could do a little bit of with a, with a bit of work. Yeah, he's no Vinny Jones, is he? <laughs> <laughs> no Vinny. <laughs> no, but it's it's valid though. I think. I mean, and and I think you just look at his teams and obviously how they play, but how players improve under him as well. That's why you can see he's a great mm-hmm. coach. You know, you look at a Jack Grealish rough first year becomes mm-hmm. instrumental. Look at John Stones. He's had struggles at City. He's become this wonderful player yeah. who starts in the midfield now in some regards. Mm-hmm. Players don't generally get worse under Pep Guardiola, do they? And mm-hmm. I think you mentioned it, Jimmy. It's a good point about the, he can handle egos because he's always the biggest name in the room, no matter what. Even at Barcelona, when he first went to Barcelona, he was Pep Guardiola, a legend. And he was bringing up these kids from La Masia, guys like Leo Messi, who wasn't Leo Messi at that point. You know, Xavi, Iniesta, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't household names at that point. Then he takes over and he, and he creates them, right? So he's like Fergie. He's like, there's very few managers like it, right? But they walk into a room and they are straight away. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The biggest presence, the biggest name in that yeah. room. A lot of guys, most guys don't have that privilege. Yeah. Well, from Alex Ferguson's standpoint, he never had the comp- competition in that division that Pep has. That's Manchester true. United were like top three. Like they were, they were buying all the best players. They were about like Bayern Munich for a long, long time. And then, it, you know, then Chelsea pop up with uh, Abramovich. And all of a sudden, ooh, we got ourselves something. And then Man City and now Newcastle. And, Fergie yeah. had like one, always like one uh, big team against him, right? So it was like yeah. Arsenal for Arsenal. a while. Mm-hmm. Them and, then, and then it was Chelsea for a little while. And that's really those two teams back and forth, right? But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right now. City are favorites to win again next year. Massive favorites, right? But you, like I said, you got you got four or five really good teams who are going to push you like we saw Arsenal push them this year. Mm-hmm. There's good. rumors out there that he's going to leave in two years' time. 2025 is, is his time to, to move on from Man City. Watch that storyline. Who got that? Like, wait, wait, Pep's, Pep hasn't said anything about that. He's not worried about... No, he's mentioned in the past about, you know, he's got his... He's got a certain time and that'll be it. And I haven't actually read the full article just yet, but Guillaume Belaga has been saying it for a while and he, he knows Pep better than most. That he'll, he'll leave eventually in you know, a couple more years. And then De Zerbi takes over, I'm presuming, because <laughs> he loves De Zerbi. Maybe he'll be Ronaldo's manager in uh, Saudi Arabia. Go for some money? Yeah, wouldn't that be disappointing? Well, you know, he apparently. loves New York. Maybe he'll come to MLS. He loves mm-hmm. New York, right? Mm-hmm. He spent a year here, here in, in New York between jobs. Yeah, and this Saudi Arabia league, what's what's going on with it? They're after uh, Mourinho now, and Neymar, and Neymar. I'm still not watching it. I hope they have fun. Yeah, they're just trying to and buy their wives. everybody. Yeah, have a good time. It's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, they're but, all old. Whereas Messi, <laughs> that you know, champion of the people, just goes to to Miami for for peanuts. Peanuts. He's 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 losing money going to into Miami. So good on you, Leo. Saying no to to the mega bucks of Saudi Arabia and coming to MLS. How much money do you actually need? <laughs> he's at what was he at eight hundred million worth or something like that? Messi, like, that what do you want to be? Two billion, three billion, four billion? Like, billions what do you, what got do you a nice ring to it. Oh, you know what? I want to go on a boat and get drunk with my friends and have some mushrooms. I <laughs> <laughs> missed the Champions League final. <laughs> we, we were watching it on race. We, yeah but we also had jimmy's got to tell the post boat ra- boat ride uh walk home where we the timing couldn't have been more sensational because <laughs> we were dropped off uh just south of bemo who was playing like, nashville was mm-hmm. that who they played on the weekend yeah and former captain of TFC can continue the story sitting on a cooler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm dragging this cooler because we couldn't get this Uber to get back to my brother's condo. And so here, picture me, few pints in. few hundred pints in. <laughs> okay. I got the ugliest Hawaiian shirt you've ever seen in your life. Just a total disgrace right now. Sitting on a cooler. And then these TFC fans come by and they're like, Brennan? I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. 
hey, well, you know, what do you think? But I'm having a conversation with him. And you can see these kids just looking at me. And then as they're walking away, I hear the dad go, that used to be that used to be TFC captain. Look at the state of him. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> I was like, it was my brother's girlfriend's party, man. <laughs> That's I'm just brilliant. trying to participate here. I've been Look on a out. boat. I've been at sea for four hours. <laughs> he, he, he's he's come upon. Bad times. Yeah, someone's gonna throw some change at him. He looks so <laughs> sad. And the, cool, the cooler's leaking. There's water oh, yeah. everywhere. I'm like this. Feet uh, red. Yeah. At what point um, did you guys come to the decision not to call me and, and tell you what you're doing after the boat? The boat. We trip? did. So I I I that, was, you. that was the plan. I thought the plan was. No, when no, you guys I back. texted you. The problem was. I texted no, you. I said, "Hey, no, what, no, what, what's going pro- on, guys?" No, no, no. The problem was they no not in our control uh jimmy's jimmy's sister-in-law brother's girlfriend extended for an hour without our knowing so we were out there an extra hour so by the time i got your text we were still trying to get off the boat and all that kind of stuff so it was not you told uh, told me you're at you're at jimmy's brothers at that point yeah that's it took an hour to get to jimmy's brother even though we thought it was going to take 10 minutes Oh, okay And, and, and the phone wasn't working Obviously, nobody was really thinking straight either. (laughs) We had a busy day. We saw nude bike riding. Jimmy is a a, a broken down athlete. We had a lot of things going on in our lives. I was pretty pissed up myself at that point, so I wouldn't have come anyway. Yeah, how was your event? It was good. It was good at the rec room. Yeah, I actually watched the Champions League final live. Uh, It was good. Good crowd. Yeah, good crowd. How many pints? I don't know how many. Is that? Yeah, the pitch is going right, so you, you, you lose count, don't you? Oh, okay, good for you. But uh, a pitcher and uh, a straw. The what? A pitcher and a straw. Yeah, exactly. Very classy. <laughs> yeah. That guy there used to be on national television. Now look at him. Yeah, well, <laughs> look at him. Just look at him. <laughs> He's come upon poor times. I wish that guy saw you as well. He'd be telling his kids, stay away from sports, son. Yeah, just sports in general. Don't play it. Don't talk about it. Get a real job. Before and after would have been beautiful. <laughs> um, ADC, Yuri Tillemans to uh, Aston Villa. Aston yeah. Villa. That's a great signing. That is for them. I mean, that's that's a team that suddenly made a big move in European football. Mm. Great coach. And, I mean, Tillemans has been linked with some of the, the, the biggest clubs in the Premier League. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with the coach and where they're at right now, Villa. Yeah. They're a big club, right? They should be a big club. They're a well-supported club. Yeah, no yeah. question. Yeah. There's some big clubs. I mean, when you, there's some big clubs and divisions below that are little mm. sleeping monsters, you know? as well yeah the biggest news of the weekend though beyond Champions League finals and uh, you know Syria promotion relegation playoffs which are great as well by the way um, John Herbin hires Phil Neville to go start. Phil way to go Phil Nation League games he, he falls upwards you know it's amazing I mean just a week ago he was on the brink of coaching Lionel Messi he's not good enough for that nope evidently nope. I just thought it was interesting. And listen, the guy's got a ton of experience. Well, who yeah. else did he hire? Um, another, um, oh, uh, Rob Shaw? No. Richard Shaw. Richard Shaw. Richard Shaw, yeah. Just for the, I, th- I think it's just for these, uh, these Nations League games coming up. It must have been all the performances at Miami that uh, sold, uh, sold Neville. 
like the way they played. He played, started huh? off well last year. After two games, he was two wins. I think they were bottom of the league, worst record in MLS. And I think by October, he had already been fined by saying that he wanted an investigation into referees. We saw his antics at Montreal. Yeah, pretty endearing character. It's a weird, weird signings. I didn't understand them. So what happens to like Morrow? Is Morrow still involved? Or? I assume so. Now, Jason DeVos, obviously, now is interim general secretary, so he's off the staff, I would think, the coaching staff. Hmm. I haven't heard that Morrow's left. Have, he, uh, have you? I haven't. Could just be more staff, right? Hmm. Uh, we'll see. We'll find out more this week, probably, because uh, big games coming up for Canada, of course. Panama on the mm-hmm. 15th. They win that one. They're in the final of the Nations League against the States of Mexico. And... Uh, Maybe another trophy, a Nations League trophy. Um, you mentioned TFC. Jeez. Oh, boy. That's a tough way to drop points, eh? Sean Johnson has oh. been so good this year. You can't blame Sean Johnson for much this season, can you? No, no that, was, that was bad, though. Holy shit. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. and his cooler could have stopped that. Easily. <laughs> it, that was happened. A weird one. it happened to me once when I was 12. <laughs> you never, hands like, my hands are like flypaper <laughs> honestly it's how does that right go in? we've actually oh, yeah. seen that before with the with the tfc goalkeeper didn't bono let in one like that as well yeah it was coming yeah, straight at him and just yeah that's right one of yeah. those fingers was yeah. it knuckling no uh, it might have been knuckling a little bit but that's when you you don't have to necessarily make a clean catch. Just get both hands behind it and make sure you control it. Put it down at your feet. Bang. Yeah. I used to do that a lot if it was moving. Just make sure you get your both hands behind it. So if there's any movement at all, you don't need to make a clean catch. Just make sure it doesn't get away from you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it you feel like doesn't it feel like this TFC club right now is just missed opportunities over and over again right now at this point? Like it's yeah. not even it's not even they haven't been playing well. It's each match, there's something that falls apart and has, I mean, how many late goals have they given up? Mm-hmm. And that goal was reprehensible. Like, that's a horrible goal. I shared it with you guys on our on our um, dark web. But, you know, Insigne's goal was fantastic, right? And then this is how you lose. I, I, God, that's hard. Well, it's they didn't lose, fun. right? They dropped no. points, but drop yeah, points. dropping points is a factor. And they've been doing a lot. I remember we were saying about when we were talking about what's going to happen. I was like, take all three Canadian teams as a draw. Like, draws are like very, very common, it seems, in, in MLS well, right now. They have 10 TFC, 10 draws. Yeah. And I haven't got the stats in front of me, but how many of those came from, you know, winning positions? Right. It's, it's a tough one. I mean, listen, I'd say half, close to half. Mm-hmm. And I feel Ozone. for Bradley. I feel for Bob Bradley because the coaches, you know, like you're trying to get a result. You're battling. You're taking criticism, and then you look like he might pick up three points, and then that. Yeah, and that's not yeah. the manager's fault, you know. That's got nothing to do with the manager there. No. That's just bad luck. Ozo back in this one, which is good to see. Um, but some more injuries, of course. Richie Larea had to play a centre back, and he's been so great on the right hand side. And he can play centre back. He does a job, but you want him. In, in that preferred position, right? Where he can really, you know, cause damage. And I think you really miss him there, obviously. So that's yeah, Richie Larea is not a long-term centre-back position guy. No. no, you don't want the guy with that kind of pace playing there, do you? No. But, man, if if he can play there and do a job for you, I mean, 
you can play just about anywhere. The guy, the guy just will play wherever you, you know, he, they need him to play. Yeah. He's, he's brilliant. He really is. CPL, uh, your beat Ottawa 2-1. Dero with the winner, uh, the new Dero, even with the shake and bake. I love it. I love when I see uh, Dero's son with the shake and bake. It's brilliant. Um, oh, really? Did you see I this? thought that would have died with Dero. I kind of like it. I think it's cool. Bring it back. I always like the shake and bake. You, know, you weren't yeah. a big fan of the shake and bake? Nobody else does it. So I guess it's unique. <laughs> it is. Did you see that four players refused to wear the York Pride celebration shirts so they got dropped just didn't play Ooh. and man i don't know it's fucking hell really? everyone's got a right to have their opinion and you know whatever but when they hide behind these fucking beliefs oh well it's my i, I accept everyone but it's, it's not part of my belief structure fuck off just fuck off it just does my head in just this is hiding behind religion you know like go away just admit you're a homophobe. Simple, right? Pretty simple. Yeah, they would have been uncomfortable around all those cocks on Saturday. There were a lot of yeah. cocks. You two, you two weren't giving them high fives. No. <laughs> is it a high five when you use the back of your hand? Well, wow. Yeah, well, that's what I was doing. I was using the back of my head. <laughs> hey, do you think you know you, we were asking earlier about the Champions League and how do you get remotivated because you, you win it once you want to do it again do you think that's how the, the naked bike ride grew you do it once you, you feel that energy and that power and you're like, I've got to do this again you feel Those, that wind I think you feel that wind on your plums <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that that's got to be liberating on its own oh so liberating that's what nice it is breeze yeah, they're onto something. Just yeah, pedal faster. <laughs> it must be friction, though. You must get like friction, wouldn't you? That burn. Oh, I just like the. Usually, you have to wear underwear or like a certain type of undergarment when you're on a bike. I just can't imagine the sliding that goes on when you start to. Well, I, I hope I hope they put lotion on because I tell you what, that's one place I wouldn't want to burn. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't see a lot of sun normally. <laughs> but I like the wind idea. I do like the wind idea. Oh, right. Yeah. So where are they cycling well, to? Do you know where they're cycling to? Uh, let me just get I don't know if there was a the location. We didn't, yeah. we didn't have a chance, Sharms, to, uh, yep. to ask them that. Unless it seems we started like he spent a lot of time staring. So unless we unless we started running beside them, <laughs> they didn't look fit enough to be going very far. No, right. It wasn't mainly. There weren't a lot of tens. Yeah. yeah back mainly, to your point mainly. about nudists, there weren't a lot of tens. It was a bit, about four and below, and so that's why Jim. I think all of us felt pretty comfortable with our with our bodies after that. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, you feel good after they go by you. Yeah. Hey, I stumbled upon, uh, is it Hanlon's Point on the island once? Yeah. yeah. And that, that nude beach there, right? Nothing yeah. like I thought it would be. Yeah. Did you go naked? Nope. Did you go with the family? Nope. <laughs> just curiosity. Have a peek. You just that peek was from the bushes? You didn't actually stumble <laughs> upon it. You, it, was a, it was a date night. <laughs> date yeah. night with Tony. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know what? With binoculars. <laughs> I think after you see these fellas, you think you might think that my buddy's not so bad after all, Tony. Yeah. 
feel pretty good about myself. This is comparison shopping for you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, how about how about CF Montreal? What about that? Four nil. Jeez. Struggling to score goals and then bang. Strange year for Montreal. Eh? It's been such a roller coaster. Holy. Well, they're God. a do or die team, right? Like it's it's they at home they win, on the road they lose. There's no there's very few ties draws. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's pretty funny, and, and and I guess it's giving good fodder for Amy Walsh to come on and bash TFC. Mm-hmm. She couldn't help herself, could she? No. On the weekend no. when that happened, couldn't help herself. No. Not a lot of class in Amy Welsh. <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> oh, she's coming after you. Yeah. Well, we were talking about golf too. Canadians winning that golf yesterday. That was Did nuts, everyone wasn't see it? that? Good for him. 72, that was amazing. 72 yeah. foot putt to win it. Yeah. Nick yeah. Taylor, congratulations. And then Tommy Fleetwood and all of the English cats and the Canadians were all watching just like it was a Ryder Cup. Great. Mm-hmm. Great support amongst, and you know what? The PGA needed that oh. to get people to forget. Like, this is what happens, right? I, Craig and I were like, do you want to give – you and I, three days ago, four days ago, we're talking about giving up watching golf. Yeah. Because of what happened. I mean, I'm just – yeah. Because I, the live PGA thing. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing and everything else, millionaires and billionaires and what the fuck, more sports people fighting about whatever, more money, Saudi Arabia, the whole thing. It's just discouraging. I, I certainly, yeah, and that was not happy. And But I did watch that and because Nick Taylor was in the hunts and then it went to four extra holes, a playoff with Tommy Fleetwood, who's also a really good dude. Like I really got, I got time for Tommy Fleetwood. I've always been a big fan of his. So if he did win it, it would have been okay um, <clears throat> from that standpoint. He was classy after the fact and as well. Uh, and the support from the players, both on the Canadian side and the English side, I don't think I've seen that other than the Ryder Cup or the President's Cup. I really, I, I, that was amazing. And that's a testament to those guys and how well they're liked and appreciated by all the players. The Canadian guys support each other amazingly. And if I don't know if you saw it, Adam Hadwin went on to celebrate with, with <laughs> Taylor with a bottle of champagne and got absolutely rugby tackled, rinsed, and left a big divot on the green, I think. <laughs> he got just crushed, didn't he? Oh. Holy crap. Yeah, but to be was, fair, he had civvies on. Like he didn't yeah. look like you know he looked like he could have been a fan and ran on. But and that that uh, security guard was on it. Yeah, he did his job. The security <laughs> guard, right? I hope he didn't get in shit for it. He did his job. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, but well done, Nick Taylor. I mean, what a, what a great way to end a pretty difficult week for for golf fans. So you guys, are you back then? You two, you're back. You're gonna. Oh, I sound like such a hypocrite cheering at the same time. <laughs> Greg and I are like smoke, about it. smoking a doom going, PGA sucks. This is <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> 72 three days later. Putt. Three days later, we're texting each other going, come on, come on. <laughs> never hit a putt that long in his career. Incredible. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. yeah, that was Cinderella. And his first round, he shot like a 74. So he yeah. had three amazing rounds of golf. Yeah. Course record, wasn't it? I uh, tied. I don't know if he. Uh, I don't know. Uh, There's a couple nine unders. So yeah. there was a nine under yesterday. It wasn't a tough course um, for these guys. Destroyed it. But yeah, congratulations. So yeah, that's a fun weekend of sport, actually. In the end, mm-hmm. there. Um, the European season is now behind us. At least club season, but like I mentioned, Nations League and Euro qualifying kicks into action pretty soon. So football's going nowhere. And for your Nations League action, of course, fubotv.com slash footyprime. Sign up. Where's, 
Yeah, and is Jimmy Jimmy? Are you calling any of the games for uh, thir- on Thursday night, the fifteenth, and the final? Yes, I am. There you go. And our own Jimmy Brennan will be calling the games. Or well, yeah. color is it color? Color. Yeah. Are you wearing that Canada shirt that you're wearing now when you're calling the games? Yes, I will be. Is that yours or is it a newer one? No, it's newer. We got no, them. Like, like Nike, so it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we all got them when we did that uh, that event. Did you guys see the lineup for the um, Canadian cl- Canadian squad? Anyone off the off or not showing up or brought up that surprised you? No, I mean, there's, uh, um, Atiba's back in there. That's that's the Atiba's one. Atiba's back in there. Mark yep. Anthony K off. Anybody else that was kind of a surprise? Nothing too stunning. No, I don't think. Hmm. No. We'll get into Mark that maybe more on Wednesday. Break down the squad. What we expect to see. Should be beating Panama, but hey, you never know. Maybe we'll get Phil Neville on. He can tell us what's going on. Yeah, I'm sure he's well-versed in the Canadian. Tell us why Miami squad. conceded so many goals. Tell us all about CONCACAF. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's he's worried about referees in MLS. Woohoo! Wait till he gets the CONCACAF. <laughs> you ain't yeah. seen nothing yet. You have to put he's him in a straight nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, that's about it. Um, there's nothing else you guys want to get to, I'm presuming. No. Okay. No. Happy weekend. Which great guys weekend. A little bit, I, will, I won't lie. You guys look a little bit bedraggled, perhaps. Like you had a good time on Saturday. I'm glad. I'm glad you did. Um, JC, he's, he's um, suffering from a, a, a terrible lower leg injury. And he's Chronic. in so much pain, he couldn't yeah. stick around today. But he'll be editing this show. So, JC, we're, we're, we're thinking of you and we feel for you. All right. We're back on Wednesday at some point. And then, of course, Friday with News and Dubs. This is Footy Prime. Keep buying newspapers. Cheers for listening. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Have a great morning, everybody. Busy day again today. Oh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.